Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner, and I have three other individuals in my office that are also certified. Uh, later on, the, the uh, News You Can Use segment, Jeremiah is going to talk to us. He's also a CFP, as well as an attorney. If you'd like to know more about our firm, just go to our website. It's www.retirementunlimited.com. Or just call us. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Now, every week what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is what I refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today, what I want to talk about is your psychology. Are you emotionally ready to retire? You know, it's one of the most important decisions many of us will ever make. And unfortunately, a lot of us, we get it wrong. Now, I'm talking about retirement and specifically when to do it. If you are lucky enough to be able to determine your own retirement date, be, you know, be grateful about that because some people don't. I mean, either, either through forced retirement from their company or because of health issues. But also be aware that it's not a simple decision. Many of us know friends who thought they were emotionally ready, but later regretted it. Uh, I'm sure we all have a myriad of stories about people that retire too early or work too long. And the whole issue is, is that you don't want to miss out. Work for many of us, and particularly for men, I think more so than it is for women. Although I can't speak for women, you'd have to call me and tell me how you feel about this. But I think that work is a big part of our life. It's a part of who we are, and it's, it's how we see ourselves. But the key question right now is, what do you ask yourself when you're ready to retire? And so what I've done is I've taken this off an article. This came out of the Wall Street Journal, but this is a, comes out of a book written by Marianne Vanderveld, and she's a psychologist in, in Seattle, and she wrote a book called Retirement for Two. But she came up with eight questions that you should ask yourself before you retire. Here's the number one question you should ask yourself. Number one, every Sunday night, as I anticipate returning to work, do I look forward to finishing tasks, seeing friends and colleagues, and perhaps learning something new? Or do I dread another week or tedious tasks and difficult people? Now, to answer this question is kind of soul-searching. All, obviously, every job has its issues that we don't like, but the issue is, do you like generally what you do? And she goes through a process within the article here that I'm talking about that people have, a, have the ability to determine whether or not their job is just absolutely brutally boring 
and tedious or not. Here's the second question. Have I thought carefully about my financial picture? What expenses am I prepared to cut if money becomes tight? All of us are fearful if we step into retirement and we lose our paycheck, we've cut off that supply of steady stream of income. Do we have enough left over? Are you financially prepared? And of course, I spend a great deal of my day talking to people about that. But there's also the, the unknowns are unknown. I mean, things can happen in your life. Uh, healthcare delivery, you know, the economy can fail. There's a lot of factors that come into play. And so what she does is she, she really emphasizes that, that that's a key question. The third one is, what do my already retired friends, relatives, and colleagues think? Uh, you're unique, yes, but what you want to do is you want to seek the advice of trusted friends. And it's particularly important for successful women who are prone to second-guess themselves and feel insecure about their next steps, especially when it comes to retirement. Again, women look at retirement slightly different than men do. So men look at it from the standpoint of it's a necessity to their person, and whereas women don't see it quite that strong. Now, the fourth question is, would I like part-time work for a more gradual retirement, or is it, is it cold turkey the better? Is it even realistic with your job? Now, some jobs, you can't even do it, so therefore, it's not even an issue of a choice. I mean, you have to be able to determine whether or not your employer, the job that you have, that you can do it on a part-time basis and you can kind of ease into retirement. I can tell you this, that I've had a lot of clients who've gone back and have worked for their same company as a consultant or just doing projects for them. It works out really well and they can kind of pick and choose what projects they want. And they've enjoyed the additional income in retirement as well as the additional work. The fifth question, do I have hobbies or interests that that could fill my time? Is there volunteer work that I'd like to do? Now, her comment here in this article is that the most successful retirees seem to need either part-time volunteer work or hobbies that they love and they keep them busy. Again and again, the conversation that I have with clients if we're, as we're approaching retirement is what are you going to do? And it's a transition. It is not a dead end. So you need to look at it as a bridge into what it is that you're going to do. What is that next segment of your life? Because your life is not going to end when you quit your job. There's, there's a lot of things for you to do. And it could be another 20, 30 years or more that you're going to be in that retirement state. The sixth question, what friends do I have now that involve neither my career nor my partner? Now, this is a question that men in particular need to ask themselves. Oftentimes, men say, well, my wife is my best friend. There's the person I always want to spend time with. It's kind of interesting. There was a survey, and the survey, when they asked the men, they said, who is your best friend? They said 60% of the men said, it's my wife. But then when they asked the wife, only 20% of the wives said that their husbands were their best friend. So again, it is a perspective on which side of the fence you are and what it is you see your time and how you're going to spend your time as you step into retirement. I think that, um, you know, that whole issue of whether it's a man decision or a woman decision, it, it becomes psychologically uh, interrelated on how that choice is made. Number six is, number six question is, what role is my partner playing in my decision about retirement? Now, you should always have conversation with your spouse. I mean, if you're going to step into retirement, this is not something that you want to be an isolated choice. Nevertheless, it's a hugely important to understand the motivation 
behind your partner's advice on whether you should retire. You know, some people I've had, you know, they want to go traveling. They want to, you know, they want to move. They want to go someplace. They want to do something. And the other spouse says, no, I, you know, we just remodeled our house. I want to stay put. I don't want to do that. I don't want to move away from the kids. I like, I like, I like where I'm at right now. So it becomes a discussion. You know, my wife and I, we went through a process, took us over a year to make a final decision on whether we were going to move or remodel. But it came down as it became a mutual choice and a decision on the final outcome. It's important that you bring in and have that conversation. Here's question number eight. Do my partner and I have similar ideas about travel or where we want to live in retirement? You know, there's all kinds of surveys out there that are talking about retirement, where's the best place to live? Again, it comes down to, I find that family is the biggest motivation. So I always, I always caution people, don't follow your kids because they may move and then you're stuck. But again, there's more, part, uh, there's more part of your life that is made up of the friends and the community that you're in than possibly where you're going. It's not a bad choice, but it's something that needs to be thought about and talked about really, really carefully. Retirement is wonderful, but it can also be difficult. Are you ready is really the emotional journey into yourself as well as the assessment of your situation. There'll be no perfect decision. And I can, I can say that from experience. You're going to have options that are going to come up in front of you and say, I didn't think about that. This is usually more excitement in every new stage of life. Now, but you know, after you've raised your kids, you've got your career, you've worked, all these things, and now you're stepping into this next phase. It's really important that you understand that you're making the decision, not in a box, not in a vacuum, but you're making it for the right reasons. If you'd like to talk to me more about this, I'd be more than happy to. Give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. You know, the, the economy is, I mean, again, the conversation that I'm having with, with clients and prospective clients is that asset prices are really high right now and are we lining up for some kind of correction down there? We're going to have bumps in the road. Let me, let me be the first one to assure you that things are not going to be always smooth. Household spending cooled a little bit last month, but it appears to be accelerating again. Um, you know, the, the consumer spending is the biggest driver of our economic activity in the United States, and it fell by 1% in February. But um, household income, you know, we went down, but it's before the distribution. So the federal government is sending out nearly $900 billion 
um, it's going to cause a household income to rise by almost 10%. And so we're going to see all of this money flowing into households and where that's going to go. A lot of it's going to go into savings, but the vast majority of it is going to be spent. And so of this money that's going out, the, the, the combination of higher incomes and a rising number of people shielded from the worst effects of the deadly virus is expected is expected to unleash, unleash a kind of a burst of economic activity in the coming weeks. And I think between now and the end of the year, you're going to see phenomenal growth. It's already starting to happen. It's, it's a, just an extension of what's already visible. Some people remain nervous, and I've talked to some people that are still um, concerned about venturing out. But after the vaccinations uh, continue to grow right now, uh, I think you're going to see a force that's going to be overwhelmed by people who just want to get out. I call it the COVID cave, break out of the cave, and they want to go do things and feel like they've got a year's worth of stuff to catch up on. That's going to be really positive for the economy. Now, the key measure when we look at the economics is inflation. Inflation, I've mentioned that before in previous weeks. Inflation is really the bugaboo. And the inflation really has continued to be muted. I mean, they're talking about inflation maybe rising up to 2.4% by the end of the year. And that's in a, that would be in excess of what the Federal Reserve wants at 2%. But they're not even sure on that one. I think competition is, is going to be um, it's going to be a it's going to be a cyclical thing, and I don't think inflation is going to get out of hand at all. I mean, if you look at mortgage rates, mortgage rates went up to almost three point four percent. But if you look at a thirty year mortgage on a conventional loan right now, it's back down to about three point one six. So therefore, it went up, but now it kind of went back down again. There's just a, a massive amount of money out of there, and if we look at the United States, if we look around the world, the vaccination campaigns right now, the United States is you know, it's on pace right now to fully vaccinate three quarters of its adult population by the start of the summer. So by the end of by the end of June, by the middle of July, uh, we're going to have what we call very good assurance of herd immunity. So the the current vaccines so far effectively have become mostly uh, to the older, but now they're breaking it down to the lower and the younger ages. And but at the end, at the you know, as far as economics, though, the United States is by far ahead of any other developed world uh, economy out there. And there's just the sheer amount of government support that we're pumping into the economy. Three rounds of COVID-19 relief were passed by Congress since last spring. I mean, we've pumped almost five trillion. Hear that number now? Five trillion dollars into the U.S. economy. It's nearly a quarter of U.S. gross domestic product. Now, this is going to have a phenomenal impact upon the economy because we are a consumer-based economy. 70% of our economy is based upon our consumption. So as the unemployment, again, the Federal Reserve, their mandate is to control inflation, but also to bring unemployment back down to where it was prior to COVID. And this is, this is going to keep them pumping money into the system. Um, most other countries haven't provided nearly as much fiscal stimulus. They're way behind in comparison to the United States. So therefore, what we see is the United States is going to continue to grow and stocks and anything related to the United States is going to do well. Now, they're talking about an additional infrastructure bill. And what Biden is talking about is $2.3 trillion of infrastructure. But in order to pay for that, he wants to increase the corporate tax rate. Now, again, the details are going to be worked out in the halls of Congress. But I think you're going to see probably close to a trillion dollars or more, and you're going to see higher taxes. U.S. companies are going to be really, 
press not to accept the increase tax increase to help pay for it, particularly if they participate in the money and the revenue that's going to be put into the infrastructure bill. So you can't say, I don't want this, but I want that. So again, the uh, infrastructure bill is coming. I don't know exactly what the final package is going to look like, but it is going to continue to increase American uh, economic growth. And we're talking about at the beginning of the year, they talked about the U.S. economy growing by the end of the year at about 3.2%. That has been completely revised. And they're talking about the U.S. right now by the end of this year, having economic growth of 6.3%. For a developed economy as large as the United States, that is a massive amount of growth. So therefore, continue to invest in equities. Don't be concerned about some pullbacks from here to there. Everything look right now looks like it's pedal to the metal. And we're continuing to see growth within the United States. It's going to spill over into other economies. But right now, the U.S. is the best place to be. If you'd like to talk to me about this, give me a call at my office, 951-684-7011. Let's talk about how we can help you manage your, your financial assets so that it'll become the best thing for you going into retirement. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. One of the things that's captured the news, particularly in the financial part of the news, is Bitcoin. And so the first thing it talks about is what is Bitcoin? Now, Bitcoin is a technology. It's a currency. It's an inflationary hedge. It's a non-correlated asset. It's an environmental threat. It's a harbinger of a new crypto ecosystem that will probably change far more than we can possibly imagine. So I brought um, Jeremiah from my office to have kind of a conversation about Bitcoin. We've had a lot of conversation in our office about Bitcoin. Should we do it? Should we not do it? You know, and the thing that kind of surprises me out of the four guys that are advisors, um, I'm the only one that hasn't invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> and, they, and you guys all smile at me like, <laughs> OK, what's the matter with you? So give me your take on it. What do you think? Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Um, I think part of this conversation is, is just putting on air what we've been talking about in our office. And, right. And Bitcoin is we have clients discussing it. We've been discussing it. Um, and a few months ago, as you mentioned, I, I bought some, not necessarily as an investment, but just we have so many clients talking about it. I wanted to wade into the waters to see what it was like. How do you do it? Um, wh how much does it go up and down during a day to feel those emotions of right. it? Um, so I kind of did the, the, the classic version where I went on an, an exchange type thing and, and bought it and put it in what they call a digital wallet and put a hundred bucks in there. So I have it. And that, it's now, I checked it yesterday, it was a 340 is what it's grown to. So great growth, but in the midst of that gone up and down and one thing I just thought was interesting is as we kind of walk into this Bitcoin conversation, I was just looking the other day, of how do I how do I sell this? How do I get this back into dollars? And it's much more complicated through yeah. the platform I did. I've had that same conversation with people that did it early on. They said, 
converting it back is not an easy process. It's not like, cause it's not a currency. It's not like, it, it's really an asset, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. And the, the app that I'm using um, that I used it to, to, to buy it, it, it doesn't have a feature to give it back to. You can only <laughs> buy it. Yeah. So it's <laughs> dollars. I can flip it with other types of cryptocurrency, but um, because that, yeah, you're right. Everyone in our office, I think the advisors have kind of looked into it. There's different ways to, to kind of um, hold it or invest in it. But I mean, some of the question is, is why, why look right. at it? And what we've talked about a fair amount is, you know, at the beginning of 2020, one Bitcoin was going for $7,300. That's how much it cost to buy one Bitcoin. Which, which seemed extraordinary at the time. Seemed extraordinary. And then recently it was just top $61,000 for one Bitcoin. Yeah. So that, that's massive growth. Uh, I hearken back to the, the, one of the first transactions in Bitcoin, you know, years and years ago. Um, the guy bought a pizza for 10,000 Bitcoin. That was the very first time anyone ever accepted it. It was this you know, scientific, you know, technological advance. Um, but, but today in dollars, today's dollars, that'd be $580 million for a pizza. It just, okay. That's like, okay. I mean, you can't even get a hold of those numbers. No. I mean, it doesn't make any relevant sense. They don't. And I think that's the interest in here that, that it's growing so fast. I mean, one of the articles we've read, why, why people would buy Bitcoin one is simply to say it's going up. Right. <laughs> it's going up, so I think I might want to buy it. But there, there's a few reasons we've talked about. First is the non-correlation, which you mentioned. Um, bonds and stocks are becoming more and more correlated. And so the normal portfolio construction, you have you know, some assets go down, you want others to go up at that same time to kind of offset. And as stocks and bonds become more positively correlated, meaning that they move up and down together, it's harder to find that diversification. And, and one item is Bitcoin currently has been um, non-correlated. So it help, helps counterbalance your portfolio. Another one is just the price is going up. Um, some people are seeing actually kind of like and that, gold. And that's just pure speculation. That's speculation, that's right. <laughs> There's no intrinsic value on a Bitcoin. Let's, let's just be on any of the cryptocurrencies. It's just pure speculation. Yeah. We have no idea to value it to something. I mean, you know, sure. anyway. Which to some extent, the same as the US dollar these days. I mean, years and years ago, we're on the gold standard and you could say a dollar is worth X amount of gold. And then the gold had a physical industrial use where we've left that, you know, even now we're, we're well beyond that. Um, fair people, the people who won't hold gold for the come a doomsday are now the same people who are kind of asking, do I need to hold Bitcoin for doomsday? And those are some of the, the, the reasons. The same, and the same question comes down to it. How do you change it into a spendable currency yeah. in the event of that apocryphal event? So whatever, whatever it is. So, yeah, that's right. And you haven't purchased any. And with for your perspective, has that been a, you know, comfort level with it? Has no, that been... I, I think I think for me, I think it's just that I don't personally invest my own money. And that may sound strange to listeners, but I depend upon uh, asset managers in our office as well as outside of our office to make those choices and decisions. Not to say that I have anything against it. I, I have difficulty with the intrinsic value structure mm -hmm. of it. So it's just it's something like, okay, it's just pure speculation. Clearly, if I would invest $1,000 just even a few years ago, it would, it would have been mind-numbing return. So, I mean, there's part of me goes, well, I could have ventured a thousand dollars to make a million, but um, okay. But that's you know, is that is that the is that the best thing to do? I don't know. Yeah, where do we go from here? One of the articles I was reading recently talked about financial advisors of saying that nine percent of you know, the financial advisors they polled in this this survey said nine percent of them hold um, it for their clients. They hold some sort of Bitcoin for their clients. Twenty four percent of them hold them themselves. So that was the first question. The second one is, what do you plan to do next year? And of it, seventeen percent said they're going to hold it for their clients next year. Um, a few were unsure, and then 43% were saying, no, they're not going to pick it up. So I think as much as it's attracting a lot of interest, it's also not mainstream yet. Right. So I think that this conversation, uh, we can go into something that's much longer. I mean, in the limited time that we have on the radio today, we're just kind of testing and kind of just kind of talking about briefly about some of this stuff. If you'd like to know more about it or have that conversation with us, you know, give us a call. 
Phone number is 951-684-7011. Or just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.